It's still a mess. And still a marvellous mess. And now some of the marvellous messy malcontents are making themselves malevolent. Well, they're making themselves known. But I, I couldn't think of a, a word that began with M. Making themselves... Me- anyway, this is UKW Ignite. And actually, it's a better show to watch at the moment because of the atmosphere than Showdown. Yeah, it's a big statement, but I'm not afraid to make it. No, no. Right, put that table leg down. I'll I'll qualify it. It's because you've got Leone Rose at the top, who, as I said last week, has power, but is not in power. So she's always constantly coming out, complaining, saying, you stop that, because... People feel they can do stuff. They can push the boundaries. It's quite interesting because I thought by making Leonie Rose the GM, she would close it all down. And she hasn't. People feel, and it's mostly men. Let me just let me just raise that again. Now that might not be something they, that UKW are going for, but that's what's happening. Mostly men who are causing trouble for her. And she is the GM, whether you like it or not. Even at the beginning, we've got we've got Dylan and Dylan back again. Attorneys at law. Kind of down at heel and, and never really had a haven't had a big case for about six months or so. But on the verge of something big, probably. That's what they keep telling people. Anyway, Dylan and Dylan are back. And I like the two of them. You know, they, they're getting to like, getting to like you, getting to like all about you. Not all, but they are getting to like each other. Or rather, Tommy is getting to like Chase. Yeah, Dylan to Dylan. And um, no sooner have they introduced Ignite than out comes the GM. And she's got a beef. It's a, I mean, it's a general non-specific beef, it sounds like to me. She's not happy. She's quite right. I couldn't hear everything that was going on, but I didn't need to, because I just know she's not contented either. And when you've got a malcontent at the top, this is what happens. Next, we have Brent Newman versus Bishop. They've been trying to soften Brent Newman and um, not soften him up, you know, to to sort of sell him on in, in prime cuts or anything. I don't mean it like that. So this is not a horror film. This is not Saw. I mean, soften him up as a character. And he's fighting Bishop. Bishop smacks him up, makes short work of him for the pin. There's a handshake and a hug afterwards. That was the most important thing for Newman. Even more important than getting offence in, which he didn't really. Anyway, back at the, um, at the ranch, also called the desk... Dylan and Dylan are chatting and suddenly I suspect someone said something in their earpiece and they just stop. They're taking it in, clearly, or maybe they're listening and they can't speak while they're listening, but there's a hiatus and then there's, well, anyway, um, yes, well, I mean, I guess it's difficult, but um, we could do with a bit of editing. Yeah, next we've got Evan Knight versus Jacob Reed. This one has been simmering for ages. And you know what? It was a jolly good matchup too. In the ever night, had a bit of a sip of coffee there, just to wet the whistle, you know. And um, Evan Knight decides to go for Jacob Reed. Got to get the big man down early, 
and he does get him down, but then he falls to that wonderful shotgun drop kick, which for a big man like Reed comes out of nowhere and it's fabulous. This was really fast paced, and Reed, as I say, a big man, was matching him for speed. Lovely uppercut uh, from the, the mat, from his back. For Reed, he loves that move. Nasty kick to the back from Knight. Forearm driven into the shoulder. Um, you know, the shoulder joint from Reed. And then a great rough rider from Evan Knight gets a two count. Massive punch from Reed. Massive clothesline from Knight. Reed then hits a, a clover leaf. He cinches it in really high. He lets go of it to grapevine the leg, pull back on the arms, and then just smack Evan Knight's face into the mat with a boot on the shoulder blades. That's just great. But Knight, he won't quit. Comes back with the showstopper backdrop, holds the hair down of Jacob Reed so he can't kick out. Can't raise his head, can't raise his arms, can't get the momentum, done. Beautiful, beautiful match. And this one was hard hitting as well, because this is Case and Riley versus Tom Savage. Again, I'll say, that, um, Mr. Crowley, do, 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 your angle isn't all there. Do, 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 Mr. Crowley, do, 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 I told UK to beware. It's not quite right, is it? It should be UKW. But I didn't practice it, so I'm, I'm not concerned. Do you want to have another go? Um, yeah, Mr. Crowley. Do, do, do. I see your angle has gone. Do, 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 do. Mr. Crowley. Do, do, do. Well, I said it was wrong. See? It's not bad. That's better, isn't it? Anyway, I'm sure that UKW have listened to what I said. I, I have a lot of influence. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure they, I feel sure they have. They haven't, have they? But, you know, at least they're not doing that zombie, savage and, um, and Ed Havoc thing anymore. And Savage, he did very well here, you know. Yeah, it was a good hard-hitting match, this. Basement clothesline early on from, from Tom. Um, Casey Riley comes back with the knee, sidewalk slam. Then a, a really massive, a really good close-up, real close-up of an elbow drop. You, you just saw Savage lying there and suddenly, interview comes Riley. Blimey, that looked brutal. They kept saying that on commentary that Kaysen is a bit darker. You can see what they're trying to do with with Kaysen's character. Kaysen's character. And um, more of that towards the end, because actually it's pretty good work. It's, it's quite nuanced in a way for wrestling, you know. Anyway, back to the match. You've got a, a, a DDT. I love the way he does the DDT, Kaysen Riley. He's got the leg, you know. That's what Jake Roberts said. And it is his move really, isn't it? You know, it's nothing to do with anything apart from the leg. Sliding the leg through really makes the difference. That's what Kaysen does. Yeah, so counter-swinging neck breaker from Tom Savage, like that. Kaysen point, Kaysen point, Kaysen, that finisher he does out of nowhere for the pin. And I liked it. Kaysen's not happy though. He is one of those malcontents. In fact, he's the biggest malcontent in Ignite at the moment. The only's out, she won't let him fight Mercer because he has what she calls a hand-picked opponent for tonight. She's playing favourites, we know that, but people don't like it. Well, the main person who doesn't like it is Kaysen Riley, and um, that's going to come back on him later. Anyway, next, another really good match. Cliff Harrison versus Brett Sedgwick. Russell Hustle and 
win. Yeah, this was good fast wrestling and I wanted longer, to be honest. Harrison early on just slammed him with authority. But there's that lovely tornado DDT from, um, from Brett Sedgwick. Harrison hit Maria for the pin and it seemed like I wanted... I could have watched that for another 10 minutes. These two are really good. Brett Sedgwick is surprising me week on week. I know that Cliff Harrison is a fabulous wrestler. Simple as that. Give him another 10 minutes. I think I would have loved it. Now, we come back from a break and Tommy Dillon is describing a new person in UKW. You can't remember what the name was, but said, you know, he, went, he came out and caused some trouble. We didn't see it. It was during a break. And I thought Tommy said we wouldn't have any breaks in Ignite. Explain that one away, Tommy Dillon. Mind you, it's not his fault, is it? But anyway, action took place on the break and we didn't see it. Now, let's talk about that hand-picked opponent for Mercer for the Genesis title. It's Ruby Brocco. Kaysen gets a seat out and sits on the stage. He's invited to the to commentate. He's very quiet. He doesn't save any much. Quite subdued. And if Mercer and Leonie Rose thought that Ruby Brocco was going to be a soft touch, they are very much mistaken. She tries to, to lift him. Well, actually, tries to move him. So really, tries to move him. Couldn't even... No, it don't work, does it? Anyway, she does eventually with a flying clothesline and then a ripcord clothesline into a DDT. Fabulous. Mercer came back with a clothesline of his own, but Brocco hit huge forearms to him. Mercer then, I mean, he really planted this extended powerbomb. He almost threw her, which was, it was strong. She kicked out at one. There was shock all round in the crowd, in the comment, on the commentary, and here where I am sitting currently in my alabaster palace, as it's often called. Yeah. Then she hit her handstand splash. That was lovely. Mercer bails. Yeah, he's not happy with it. And he's talking to the crowd. I think he mentions Kaysen's name. Kaysen is not having any of that. Storms down, attacks him. There's an immediate DQ. And that's a shame because Ruby Brocco could have gone out after Mercer, got him back in the ring and she might well have beaten him. Harrison comes in to break it up because Brocco's not very happy with Kaysen, just like Jonathan Sedgwick, the company, wasn't the other week. Last week, wasn't it? And was it last week? Week before. So Ruby's not happy because it could have been her first title and she could have won. She could have won the big one. She was close. Harrison comes out to break it up. Kaysen doesn't see who's behind him, elbows him in the face inadvertently but not really and then they get into it Brocco slaps Riley and the chant of you deserve it they've done this really well they've done it really well I sort of of saw it coming wasn't sure this is the second time he's ruined a good match and the fans don't like it neither do the people he's with neither do the dressing room or the locker room if you're across the pond. And he's going to be isolated, isn't he? Rose comes out. She's not happy. She makes Riley versus Harrison for next week, which will be a great match. But the loner character of... And they've been doing this since the beginning, because I remember when he first came in. He came from nowhere, caused a big stir, and I thought, where's he come from then? I know he's been around Brit Wrestling for a while. I know that. But in UKW, 
You kind of earn your stripes, don't you? And he didn't. And he's, he's come up quickly and it's ruffling a few feathers. Ignite's great at the moment. I just don't know where it's going, but I'm really pleased that I'm on this journey. I may be screaming in pain and fear, but I'm enjoying it. Ta-ta.